Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Long Plan 2 and says, Am I the arsehole for refusing to sleep on the couch? I, 32 male, and my wife, 31 female, got into a heated argument after a friend accused me of hitting on her. The other day on my way home from work, I came across a friend of my wife and she looked like she was carrying heavy stuff, so I asked if she wanted a ride home. At first she declined, but as I was leaving, she changed her mind and got into the car. We had a nice chat while driving and all was well. I even told my wife about it when I got home. Yesterday, I was confronted by my wife because I allegedly hit on her friend. I obviously denied it and told her the version of events, but apparently I was persistent with said friend when offering her the ride. I only asked twice and the second time was asking if she was sure. My wife insisted that her friend isn't the type to just lie about something like this. Naturally asked why she trusted her friend more than me and she told me about how her sister's husband cheated with a friend. I was angry at how I was being compared to someone else based on a mere accusation and we ended up arguing. Then when we were just about to sleep, she told me to sleep on the couch because she didn't feel comfortable with me. I argued that I wasn't going to be punished for something I didn't do and after quite a back and forth, I eventually let her have the room and slept in the other one instead. I woke up in the morning to yet another confrontation about why I didn't sleep on the couch. I was obviously baffled and asked why would I sleep on the couch when there's an entire other room. According to her, if one spouse tells the other they should sleep on the couch, then they should do as asked to show that they are sorry. I pointed out that it was ridiculous, especially when you add the fact that I didn't even do anything. Things are now tense all because I gave someone a lift. Am I the arsehole? That's really odd behavior. And what is the friend's end game here? What is she up to? Why is she trying to do this to your relationship? But again, more worrying behavior from your wife in that she's trying to punish you for something you haven't done. Won't believe you and I believe the friend over yourself like you said and then tries to send you to the couch. And you know, when you slept in another room that still wasn't good enough that you should be punished. Yeah, that's very, very concerning behavior. But it's got to be May who says not the arsehole. There's something deeper going on with her, obviously. You shouldn't be compared to anyone else. Each relationship is different, and I'm sure her sister's probably has its own separate issues. Definitely look into counseling or something. By no means simply asking if someone wants a ride is considered hitting on them. Definitely never trust that friend. Also, whenever me and my husband get into it and I don't want to sleep next to him, I head to the couch because I'm the one with the issue. You are not wrong for sleeping in another bed instead of the couch. You can sleep wherever you want and she should be happy she wasn't forced out of the bed. So she says not the arsehole. Whoever doesn't want to share the bed should leave the shared bed. I've always been baffled as to why one partner thinks they get to kick the other partner out of the bed that belongs to both of them. 
A general rule is that everyone gets to control their own body, like going to sleep somewhere else. But when they start trying to control other people's bodies, like kicking a partner out of a bed, then they have become an arsehole. And then pissed because you left and slept somewhere else, but you didn't sleep in the correct somewhere else. Now your wife is a double arsehole. Content Plenty says, not the arsehole, and quotes, according to her, if one spouse tells the other they should sleep on the couch, then they should do as asked to show that they are sorry. And then says, yeah, no, that's not a thing. As a thought experiment, try to tell her because you didn't do anything wrong and she's projecting her sister's issues on you. She is the one at fault and she should sleep on the couch just because you said so. See how that works out for her. Oh, and definitely keep your distance from her friend from now on. Cork Strangler says, not the asshole. I've told my wife many times that I will not be one of those TV dopey husbands ever. Or never sleep on the couch due to a punishment. I have when sick to keep away, and if I've stayed up late playing video games, I pay for half the bed and she's not my mother. There's no doghouse for me. We can talk out our issues, we can take time to cool off if they get heated, but we aren't having an immature relationship. I suggest you establish the same boundaries and enforce them. Sleep in your bed if you like. If she's angry, she can sleep on the couch. Cinderella says, what the actual fuck? Your wife didn't feel comfortable with you. She wanted to punish you for her own insecurities. If she were a girlfriend, I'd say get out of that unhealthy relationship. But since there's a ring involved, I'm guessing you're invested in and committed to this relationship. So you get the suggestion that a lot of people get on this sub get. Therapy. Therapy for her. Therapy for both of you. Assuming you haven't left anything out, that the way that she's treating you isn't okay. She's quick to jump to you trying to cheat. Unless you've got a history of cheating, then she needs to deal with the insecurity of her sister's relationship, then specifically wanting to punish you for something there's no evidence in you doing. That's like punishing someone for something that only happened in a dream. Not the asshole for your judgment, but your wife and your marriage could benefit from therapy. So OP does update the post and they said, a week ago, I made a post about how my wife got angry at me for not sleeping on the couch after a friend accused me of hitting on her. Well, not too long after the arguments, we eventually confronted said friend, only for another argument to break out, this time between my wife and her friend, and I got more than I bargained for. Basically, the friend denied ever saying I was hitting on her and said my wife took it out of context and misheard her. My wife argued back, saying the opposite. That friend said I was making moves on her and flirting. According to friend, her words were along the lines of, your husband was very nice to me, and had it been another person, I would have think they are flirting. Honestly, there was a lot of back and forth about what was actually said, but in the end, it was established that I had in fact not flirted with her friend. However, because of this argument, things were heated and things were said. What got me is when her friend revealed to me that my wife is very insecure and has been keeping tabs on me, checking on my phone every now and then without my knowledge and quote, searching my car and laundry for any feminine products or scents that didn't belong to her every so often. Apparently, she's been confiding all this to her friends at some point, even considered having one of her friends flirt with me to see what I would do. Needless to say, I'm speechless and very disappointed. It's only now that I realize there wasn't any trust ever in this marriage and I'm only going to continue suffering because her sister's failed marriage. She's tried apologizing and denying, synonymously to the point where I'm confused what she's apologizing for and what she's denying. I was tempted to give her the same treatment she gave me based on an accusation, but to be honest, I really don't have the energy. As of now, I've asked for some space to contemplate this entire marriage. Thanks for everyone for the support and advice. 
it really means a lot. It seems like a lot of you were right, and I think I'll take it from here. Again, thank you so much and sincerest regards. Holy moly, where the hell do you go from there? There's a lot of comments in this one immediately saying, you know, run, consider a divorce. Other people saying therapy is going to be the only way forward here if you want to even try and make this work. But now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What would you do in this situation? Holy shit. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story does come with an update as well from Hot Wolverine 7330 from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit that says, Am I the Arsehole for kicking my son and his girlfriend out? This situation has had me a bit confused, so one of my neighbors suggested I post it here. I, 55 female, have two children, George, 31 male, and Gabrielle, 29 female. Gabrielle recently got engaged and I'm helping her plan the wedding in my spare time which the entire family is very excited for, except for George. George recently got divorced from his wife of seven years, Susanna, 28 female, after he said the spark had gone out. They have a set of twins together, Amy and Alice, six female, and they're trying to set up a healthy co-parenting relationship. Susanna is a great mother to my grandkids and I was disappointed in George for giving up so fast on their relationship without even trying couples counseling. But it wasn't my business or place to say anything. The drama started when George brought his new girlfriend to dinner at my house. He met his girlfriend, Bethany, 25 female, through a work colleague. They've been dating for four months. At dinner, Gabrielle and I were discussing flower arrangements and Bethany felt the need to ask George if he'd ever marry again. George coughed before replying that he'd have to think about it, which Bethany seemed to deflate at. Well, this caused Alice to cry about how she wants mummy and daddy to love each other again. George and Bethany just sat there while my granddaughter screamed. After I comforted Alice, I pulled George aside and asked if he was sure about Bethany, which he told me was none of my business. I told him it was my business who he invited into my home and my grandchildren's lives, since I've been caring for them in my spare time while he works. He and Susanna have 50-50 custody. George got angry and said it was Gabrielle's fault for mentioning weddings in the first place. I told him to stop acting like a child and to be happy for his sister. And Bethany felt the need to insert herself and tell me that she and George were together no matter how much I liked his ex-wife. After that, I was done with the conversation and asked them both to leave. George and Bethany stormed off, flipped me the bird and left my grandchildren at my house at 7pm. I had to call Susanna to collect the children since they had school in the morning. I was attending a cake tasting with Gabrielle the next day. I feel like I shouldn't have to tell my 31-year-old son to be happy for his sister or argue with a random woman who I've never met before in my own home. So am I the arsehole? Fucking hell, George. What are you up to, son? I know it's not the main point of the story here, but when the, the conversation happened and the argument you asked him to leave, he didn't take his kids with him, just flipped you off and left. But there were some people asking OP questions. Someone says George needs to pay for daycare for a while. And OP says the truth is George can't afford daycare with child support and alimony he owes Susanna. I agreed to babysit my grandchildren as a favor to him. I love my grandkids, but I wish George would appreciate the thousands of dollars I'm saving him each month. Someone says just quit watching them and he'll come crawling back. OP says I would if I thought he could afford it. We might disagree, but I don't want my son to be homeless. Someone says maybe they need to rethink the custody agreement if he can't care for them. 
Opie says if Susanna took on more custody, then George would owe her more child support, which he's already struggling to afford. Plus, it would mean that Susanna would have to work part-time hours, which really isn't an option in her industry. Someone says Alice needs counseling. Opie said, my husband and I have suggested that George pay for her to get some counseling, but he keeps saying that he needs to save and can't afford it. Someone says, what exactly were you asking when you asked if he was sure about Bethany? Opie says, I was asking if it was really the right time to introduce her to the family, since his daughters are still sensitive about the divorce and are trying to come to terms with it. I didn't ask him in the context of, is Bethany right for you? I meant it as in, are you sure this is the right time to introduce her? I didn't inherently dislike Bethany, but maybe it would have been better to introduce her to my grandkids after they've recovered from the divorce. And someone says, did George ask if he could bring Bethany beforehand? Oopy says, George asked me if Bethany could come 20 minutes before he was supposed to arrive. Does not like I could say no at that point. But in the comments, CK says, not the asshole, but your son sure is. I'm glad Bethany at least got to see his intentions, but sad neither of them comforted your daughter. She sounds really classy, flash sarcasm. Perhaps George needs to pay for daycare for a while. It seems he needs to learn to grow up. Perhaps if his income takes a hit, his 25-year-old girlfriend won't see him as a catch. Be careful or before you know it, she'll be pregnant and you'll have them moving in so he can save up, aka you take care of the baby. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And so it goes, says Bethany should not have started that as a dinner guest in your home. That was tactless and impolite of her to put George on the spot in front of everyone else. George is wrong to blame his sister for Bethany's behaviors too. And more than anything, he's wrong to not be more supportive and loving towards his children who've been through a lot. Not the asshole. I've told my son never to bring that woman back to my home. Never show me his ass again. And, and most of all, act like his children are his priority. I'm disappointed because your behavior is unmanly. Chew on that, son. Agreeable Peanut says, I'm sorry, but it's pretty clear that your son left his wife for this Bethany chick. No sane girl brings up getting married after four months. That's probably why his marriage ended and he wanted to save face. Don't let him talk to you like that. You need to start charging him for watching his kids. You don't need to charge as much as you'd have to pay somewhere else, but he's taking advantage of you. Don't make it easy on him. That's only led to him acting like a spoiled asshole. Not the asshole, but if you let him keep acting that way without consequences, then you would be. And one more comment from Mr. Fear who says, you are not the asshole, your son is. He's jealous of his sister's happiness and mad he got caught in an awkward situation by his clearly tone-deaf new girlfriend. He has a lot of attitude for only having met you the first time. 
I doubt he even warned you that he was bringing her. I'm sorry to say, but you have an asshole for a son. You'll probably find things will get worse before they get better. He just leaves whenever he's mad, abandoning his kids with you and jealous of his own sister's happiness. I'm really sorry for you that he's behaving worse than a child. Hope your daughter's wedding is beautiful. My recommendation though, don't invite the new girlfriend to the wedding and be wary of your son being invited also. Good luck. The OP does update their post and says, I didn't expect this post to gain so much attention and I want to thank everyone who gave their honest opinions and helpful suggestions. The situation happened a few hours ago and I thought it right to make an update. Bethany came to my house to apologize for how she acted at dinner last week. She told me that she was two months pregnant and George had broken up with her after she told him because he has too much responsibility and didn't want to be in the baby's life. I then spent the better part of three hours talking with Bethany about the baby and what she wants. She says she wants to keep the baby even if George refuses to be in its life. And I told her that I would help with childcare if she needs it since she doesn't have any family that live nearby. Before I got angry with George, I thought I would call him and give him a chance to explain. George was angry that Bethany had shown up at my house and insisted that it wasn't his baby. I told him that he should get a paternity test and he asked me for $500 to cover it since he's struggling. I told George he needs to figure it out himself since he's about to be a father of three and that he better step up and do right by his kids. George then hung up. Well, two hours later, I get a call from Susanna to say that George hadn't picked up the kids like he previously agreed to and could she drop them at my place because she had work. I agreed for her to drop Amy and Alice off and tried to call George again. I called 12 times and they all went to voice message. I don't know where George is and I have called his place of employment to try and find out. However, they refuse to tell me anything. I've agreed to watch Amy and Alice until Wednesday and Susanna has reported this incident to CPS. I'm assuming she plans to file for full custody and I can't blame her. Right now, I'm worried that George has run off somewhere or done something irresponsible. I'm disgusted and will not be doing him any favors in the future unless he has a very good explanation and accepts some responsibility. This was hard to write but felt good to get it off my chest. Thank you everyone for responding to my first post. And there was a couple more comments which OP replied to, but the first one, the comment itself was heavily downvoted. And it said, hey OP, you're disappointed in your son for giving up on his marriage so easily. And I'll bet dollars to donuts that you and your daughter-in-law have been telling the twins that mommy and daddy are getting back together. I bet you asked your granddaughter to say something like that to help daddy realize that it would make everyone happy. You need to butt out of your children's personal lives and get a damn hobby. Opie says you owe me quite a few donuts then since you're dead wrong. I'll poke my nose in my son's business when he's being an irresponsible parent and not taking accountability for his children. Bethany is pregnant. It's his time to have the twins and he's nowhere to be found. It just proves to me I should have made his personal life even more of my business. Someone says Alice caused drama and you exasperated it by asking about Bethany. Opie says Alice is six years old. She hardly meant to cause drama as you put it. She's a six-year-old little girl who doesn't understand why her parents no longer live together. I never asked George if he was sure about Bethany in the context of, is she the one? I meant it in the context of, is he sure he's making the right choice to introduce her to the family so soon? Since his own daughter clearly isn't ready to think of her dad marrying someone else yet. I don't care who George ends up dating, but he has children to think about my granddaughters need to come before any random woman he's been seeing for four months. 
But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if it was you? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from No Departure 937 and says, Am I the arsehole for barring my mother-in-law from seeing my daughter after she cut and straightened my daughter's hair without permission? Oof. I, 39 female, have a daughter, Vihana, 14 female, with my husband, Cole, 39 male. I'm South Asian and my husband and the rest of his family are white. My mother-in-law, Connie, had recently taken Vihana over for the weekend at her and my father-in-law's Tom, 65 male's house. They've had my daughter over for weekends and holiday stays before, so I wasn't worried about anything happening and Vihana seemed fine during our morning and nightly phone calls. Today, when my mother-in-law dropped Vahana off, I was shocked to see her almost waist-length hair was now shoulder-length and that it was now straightened. Vahana has been determined to grow her hair out since she was in sixth grade and has expressed no desire to straighten her normally curly hair before. Vahana was crying and explained to me that her grandma had done this all herself and I lied to her that I gave my permission for my mother-in-law to do this, which is why she didn't mention it when we talked. Needless to say, I was pissed and after comforting my daughter, I told Cole what happened and we talked for about an hour about what we should do about the situation. We eventually came to the agreement that my mother-in-law wouldn't be seeing Vihana alone until she learned to respect Vihana's boundaries. We ended up calling my father-in-law to see if he had anything to do with this. He was horrified when we explained things to him and said mother-in-law gave him the same lie about getting my permission to do this. My father-in-law apologized profusely before hanging up and I ended up sending a text to my mother-in-law about how she was unable to see Vahana alone until she apologized for what she did and learned to respect Vahana's boundaries. It was quiet for a while until Cole and I started getting bombarded with texts from both mother-in-law and my sister-in-law, Lucy. Mother-in-law was furious with me for trying to keep her away from her granddaughter and for telling my father-in-law what happened because he's now staying in a hotel and contemplating their marriage. Lucy is calling me a bitch for what I did and saying that it wasn't a crime for my mother-in-law to act in my daughter's best interest, even if she went behind my back, because clearly I wasn't going to take care of her. Holy shit. Absolutely not the arsehole in this situation. And I'm, I'm trying to think of mother-in-law's endgame. What the fuck did she expect to happen at the end of this? Lucy talking about that it's in daughter's best interest. It absolutely isn't. It was against her decision. Mother-in-law lied to everyone to, to make this happen. And like I said, what was she expecting to happen? What was the end game of this? Of course, everyone's going to be pissed off. OP didn't want this. Daughter didn't want this. Father didn't. No one wanted this apart from mother-in-law. She acted in her own self-interest. And these are consequences of her stupid actions. That poor girl, you said she was determined to grow her hair out since she was in sixth grade and expressed no desire to straighten her normal curly hair before. Her mother-in-law's made her get it done. I am absolutely heartbroken. She must be devastated. But Corgi Huntress says it wasn't your daughter's best interests. It actively went against her desires and her body autonomy. She lied to your daughter, to her husband, and actively did something she clearly knew was wrong. Well, she gets to pay the price. She's one of those people who doesn't believe any boundaries are meant for her and she doesn't have to respect them. And telling your daughter that you approved, that's just disgusting. She's trying to undermine your relationship. Wow, not the asshole.
Vera Xavius and quotes, Lucy is calling me a bitch for what I did and saying it wasn't a crime for my mother-in-law to act in my daughter's best interest, even if she went behind my back and then says, no, Lucy. Mother-in-law firstly doesn't get to decide all by herself what's in the best interest of someone else's child. And no, Lucy, it's not okay to go behind people's back. Father-in-law is contemplating his marriage. Surely not only because of one incident. It takes a lot more for people to get to the point where they contemplate their marriage. Maybe mother-in-law is a pathological liar and has done other damage too. And that's their problem to deal with. So yeah, OP, not the asshole. Keep your mother-in-law away from your kid. I'm so sad for your daughter. It takes so much time and effort to grow and maintain hair. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. A lot of the comments were pretty much along those lines. But what are your thoughts on this? What would you say to mother-in-law? Holy crap. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 